Hello. I always find it really difficult, like, because you have every time it's a different hello. I just say the same hello now. Hello, everyone. I know. <laughs> you go, hi. I try to be, yeah, try to act just relaxed, but it's all right. Hi. I know, it's always horrible doing the hi. But anyway, hello. <laughs> so today is very... I don't even know how to describe today. Exciting? It is exciting, but it's also nerve-wracking at the same time because I've no idea what to expect from my next chapter of my life, funnily enough. So basically, I'm moving to Wales in Newport. And I've never even been to Newport in Wales. And it was all happened very quickly. I literally found out on Thursday. So I got an interview... Oh, no, I got an, had an interview last week on Thursday. And then I found out on Tuesday that I got the job. And I was like, I didn't think I'd get it, to be honest. I don't know why, I just didn't think. I'd... Did you think I'd get it? Yeah. The funny thing about the interview was, I hope no one that's actually interviewed me ever listens to this, but if you do, hi. <laughs> Imagine. You know me now. <laughs> Giving all my secrets away. But basically, on my interview, I was quite, I was, I was very nervous, like anyone is for an interview. I had all my pointers around my laptop, sticky note. That's a very good tip. Sticky note, all your points around your laptop in zoom like all my questions like so why do you want this job or why do you think you'd be suitable what skills do you have because the first interview i did i didn't have any prepared and they asked me all these questions like what skills do you think would be great and i was like every skill that i'd ever thought i had went out the window and so this time i prepared it all i was going to have sticky notes around my um around my screen i could barely even see them because i had all my sticky notes like all color coded so i knew where to look and what question and they didn't even ask me anything. In that, in, I, like, I was glad about it, don't get me wrong. But they were like so like chilled, friendly, like asking me what TV programmes I listened to. I mean, I mean, and I you couldn't even remember. And I couldn't watch TV. I couldn't think of a single TV programme that I watch. Like I literally had to rack my brains because I was so like, oh my god, this isn't part of my plan. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, I was. I think that actually was alright because I felt confident enough because I prepared. I felt like confident so yeah i got the job and i am now going away to newport wales i keep calling it cardiff but apparently it's very different like it's not very different because it's next to each other but it's different to cardiff and i'm going there to live until the end of june which yeah. at, at this current time and in, in, in this current moment i don't know where i'm going to be living i'm staying in an airbnb this b this week and then i'm going to go and look at some rooms to rent and then, yeah, so this week is a whole new... Everything will be new. And you're feeling a little bit nervous at the moment? I don't know. I'm not feeling nervous. I'm excited. But I think it also helps that I've not done the job before, so I'm not expected to know everything. I think that just kind of gives me a bit of a sense of relief because if I was doing my normal job, then I'd be... I know how intense that is, usually. So I'd be a bit more like, oh, my God. And also, everyone's new to the job. It's a brand new a brand new series. No one's ever been there before. So I'm excited in that way because everyone will be in the same boat of not knowing each other, majority of people anyway. And I'm just excited for a new chapter. Um, and then I finish on... I literally finish on my birthday, which... You haven't said what you're doing. Oh, I'm a production runner. <laughs> I'm a production runner for a new series. Um, and, yeah, it's a nine-week shoot, but I'm there for 16 weeks because I'm doing prep and... And that'll be so good for you to see more of how things are set up because you've not done that before. Yeah. I was reluctant to take a job that I hadn't... Uh, to take production uh, system, which I hadn't done before. But then, like Mum says, I potentially in the future want to do... Maybe want to be a producer. Who knows what I want to do? So I think it's good to get a 
different side of the industry and yeah I'm excited for the new chapter but the reason I'm doing this podcast was to talk about actually identifying as someone that you may so I'm just going to say my example so for me as an exam as an actor I've always been reluctant to call myself an actor yet that's what I do and it's what I train in and I know I'm not working as an actor on this but I'm saying like as my actual ambition and what I want to do and actually how I earn some of my money is through acting and I think it's important to even before you are an actor or you are an artist or you are a singer being paid for singer I think it's important to label yourself as that because you are and become and because what you what you say and feel you are you become it's part of like what Joe Dispenser teaches changing your personality all that sort of stuff is to do with becoming who you want you know changing your identity with who you actually believe you want to be it's a bit like since we've been doing all our changes of our habits and everything we've become the people that do that and sometimes it's a bit weird I feel a bit like oh yeah I work out six times a week but I do and I think there's no point shying away from the fact that you actually do those things like yeah I read my book every day I work out every day like that's a good thing like yeah and it's a very different conversation of I want to work out every uh, six times a week to I do yeah and it's about like owning it and I and we've spoke about it before it's owning your success and I think it's something that people shy away from doing but I I mean yeah I'm saying this and then sometimes I'm a bit shy to say these things because I feel like I'm bragging but why not call yourself an actor before you're an actor why not I'm not saying I do call myself an actor before I am an actor well, actually, even if I did... Well, you've had been paid to be an actress, so you're, you know, like I'm I said, not... some of your money has come from being an actress. Yeah, so what you I'm are. saying is just fuck what everyone thinks. Sorry, excuse the language. But <laughs> screw what everyone thinks about who you think you should be and just do it because I was actually... Dan, my brother, showed me a video yesterday and it was about this man who basically he believed he couldn't get into Harvard or whatever. And um, and he believed that he couldn't do it. And actually, so then he got the, he took a test and he actually got full marks out of the test. This may be watching the story a bit, but let's just go on basics. And then from he actually got full marks in this test, which was going to get him into college or whatever. Then he did co- he did college and all that, and he really then succeeded in what he wanted to do. And he actually ended up going to the college that he wanted to go to and really succeeding in life then 15 years later found out that the test that he actually took he got the wrong mark for but the only reason he was able to do all the stuff wasn't because he was actually capable of doing the exam and passing the exam was because he started to believe that he could do it and it was and it was the point of him actually thinking i can do this so what i took away from that was rather than waiting until someone tells you you can do something just believe you can and do it anyway yeah, I was going to say when you were saying about people don't like you saying you're an actor if you haven't actually really started working full time as an actor. And I think there's a difference between someone saying something because they just want the status of a job because it sounds good or because you're saying it because what you're using it for is belief it's about believing and becoming that person before it actually materializes because actually everything because and I always say this about the vibration because everything is energy once you start feeling it and becoming it it already is happening before it actually materializes into matter so that's why it is so important to own who you want to be and evolve to who you want to be now instead of saying I am going to do this or I am going to become this be that and believe you are that person now it's a bit like about the whole money situation if you believe you're poor and are never going to succeed in and <clears throat> having money in your whole life you're 
your the way that your life will pan out will be according to that because that is your belief system and so with money changing the way you feel about money not just saying I'm rich and I can afford it yeah that's a good place to start but actually feeling as if you are you've got money coming in then you will find that money starts coming into your life because you start feeling and acting acting as if acting as if is literally the number one I find thing that really does work acting as if I'm that thing that's how I managed to get out of my old job and into my new job and I think a lot of the time I actually do think money seemed to be quite a bit of a worry these last few months and and recently I've started acting as if I can afford things and I've really started to try and change and be more conscious of the way I'm thinking towards money and then this job comes along and now I'm guaranteed work for until June which is a really good thing in this time now in corona time and so overall it's all about changing your belief system believing that things are possible and that you're more than capable and deserve to be able to talk as if you are the person you want to become i think a lot of athletes and things that are very good at whatever they do when you really look into them i know there's some tennis players that dad was talking about the other day that he was watching a film on and oh yeah I don't know the names because I don't watch tennis. I'm not very good at that. But it, the point was the person that kept winning was the one who had the, the attitude of, I'm going to win. And he, he totally believed it. He saw himself as winning. He even, you know, pictured him. He talk, talks about picturing himself holding the trophy and things like that. And a lo- I've heard that a lot with people who really have been successful. It's they, the same. We've spoke about, um, what's his name, the actor... You know, the one that plays Evan or not Evan. Oh, I know you mean, and I can't think. <laughs> he talked about that, and he said he wants all the actors to... He wanted loads of directors to want to work with him and love him, and yeah. he got that. I can't even remember his name, but... He did The Mask, knows. didn't he? And I cannot remember his the name. The what? He was the one in The Mask. Um, I don't know, he's Evan literally... Almighty. No, not, it wasn't even Evan Almighty, it was the other one. <laughs> he sounds so stupid. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, him. I can't think. Um... But I know there's a lot of actors who have got who've got things like s- speeches on YouTube and things where they're saying this sort of stuff. There's that tennis player. Oh, I, someone's listening to this now, going, "For God's sake, it's so <laughs> when you have we know, li- I know, I know." Sorry. <laughs> when you think need to think of a name, I it goes out my head. Anyway, yeah, Ronaldo does it. Loads of other sports players do it, and it's very, very common. Who told them? Who told? How come we weren't told? I know. Well, this is what we're telling everyone else for. <laughs> like, how come I've had to wait till now to really be able to learn to craft my life? And it's only now, at my age, and I mm. was never taught any of this. Some people are more. They do it more naturally, anyway. I think they do. I think they're born with a knowing. It's like they yeah. know. And it's us, but later on we realise, but actually we've got the same power as them anyway, but we are so, probably so used to being on default setting before because we've Mm. been running our lives up to that point in that mode and then now we've got to learn to be different and actually prepave our lives, so get ahead of it and and then change what the way you feel. No matter what's going on in your circumstances, you have to get into an alternate state of being of what you believe and it doesn't matter what's going on that's just a circumstance that's not actually Mm. that can you know because that's old stuff what you're getting right now is stuff you've been thinking about and being on default setting for weeks over that isn't the stuff that if you change in the moment now that can completely then start a new and it can take maybe take a I don't know how long some at times it's instant but I think it's not about you've just got to not be about what's happening now yeah no I agree what's that saying about were you just going to get that no I'm getting I'm getting trying to get the name of the actor 
Oh, because I was going to say that one about it's not about what's happening that matters. What's going on around you doesn't matter. It's your state of being that matters. And and somebody who explained this to me said that whatever's going on around you doesn't. Jim Carrey. Oh yeah, Jim Carrey. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, if I this sounds a bit confusing, but if anybody. I'm just wanting to help people realise this because I, I really found this helpful. Whatever's going on around you doesn't matter. It's your state of being that matters. So the reason is, is because, say if, I don't know, your car blows up and you're really upset and everything else, you don't actually have to let that bother you. You have a choice. And I never realised this. Mm. But, I mean, I know it sounds so simple, doesn't it? Yeah, it sounds like you should know it, but a lot of people don't. And there are some people who would have that happen and they're just totally chill about it. And you're like, how can you be so chilled? And they're thinking, well, it's all right. It just goes to the garage. It's just a car, isn't it? It just goes to the garage, gets mended and it'll all be all right. So why am I ch- I've got, in fact, I've got other things to be worrying about today. I can't be letting myself get totally consumed with the fact that the car blew up. So they haven't allowed it to turn into something that matters because it's just something it's just a you know their state of being is very coping and so what's actually materializing for them is a coping environment whereas somebody else could get themselves into a complete state and allow whatever's going on around them to actually turn into something that matters Mm -hmm. so now that's really helped me now because i'm like this is just a this is just um this is just things and do i need to let it become my state of being Mm -hmm. no this is a choice yeah I love okay. that. Can you tell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, do, I think... I'm so long... empowered, Liv. <laughs> <laughs> I think for so long, though, I've always been scared and I've hid behind like, saying, oh, I'm not an actor yet or I'm training. I'm not even training to be an actor. I am working as an actor, but it's just not as frequent as I may like it. But I kind of apologise for even saying it. And I think i'm learning to say like believe in myself because believing in myself will bring it to me because Mm. it's telling the universe that i'm ready for it and that i actually think it's right for me type of thing and i and it's just giving the universe the message that you want it to come whereas if you're saying oh i'm not quite ready because i'm not actually standing up to what i actually think i'm want and not being clear about what i want it's all part of telling the universe what you want so yeah i think belief belief is actually such an important thing and it's actually something i've really been thinking about recently with in terms of applying for jobs and stuff and actually like the whole fake it till you make it thing is as well is actually a lot more crucial than we realize i think belief is such an important thing that actually gets kind of pushed aside and i've actually realized recently how important even having self-belief is because it's even to the point of me not applying to jobs and stuff which i 100 percent could easily do and a lot of people could do but i've been shying away from them thinking i'm not good enough or whatever and it's kind of a bit of faking it till you make it because who else it's like if you realistically think about it people just like you are going to be giving jobs out to other people just like you like in my head sometimes I kind of get I kind of see people as this like hierarchy because obviously yeah there are people that are going to be my employees or whatever but realistically like they and I kind of see this in you hiring really if you think about it you're just a normal person actually really really wanting someone to do well because you want them to work for you you need them to work out because you want the business to go well so what I've been trying to do is kind of think differently about who's employing me thinking they actually want me and they need me rather than being like oh I'm not good enough for that type of thing because like I'm saying self-belief is the thing that actually gets you where you want to go 
And I was going to say to you, now you know about the importance of belief and things, you know as well as I do that you still do struggle a lot. Oh, God, yeah, I'm not saying... And I think a lot of people who know you don't, even close family, they don't know you're like that. They don't see that side of you, do they? What because that? I think on an outer side, you do come across as quite confident. You think? Yeah. I think probably, yeah, I do. And I think people don't realise I, I, it. Just, it really depends who, though. I think in some cases, mm. not. I think people don't realise how much of an inner struggle that you have that quite often can bring you to tears. And it's quite... And it can... And it's quite... Um, what's it called when you, like, totally like stopped paralyzing it paralyzes me yeah You're very paralyzed by it yeah and and i think a lot of people probably deal with that and that's probably a lot of the reasons why people don't go and chase what they want because i am telling you now there was no way i would do it if i didn't have someone like you or like close friends that i have that push me to do what i want to do because i would just feel like i can't do that well even now even now after all the knowledge you've got do you still find you still well it's hard to say because extra push no I'm getting better but sometimes even recently applying for this job so obviously I've met my friend Polly <laughs> hi Polly don't even know if she knows if she listens but she's really pushed me because she's very brave like I look at her and think bloody out like she's kind of takes a bull by the horns type of attitude and I think by seeing people like that she's like the other extreme to you isn't she <laughs> she's ruthless like she yeah. just does not give two hoots no about like which i really admire because i think i'm not like that and like we always say like we balance each other out because there's a lot of things where i'm probably more confident at doing such as trusting the universe i always tell well, her to don't just you think trust it's the weird that the, don't you think though isn't that weird that like the universe has brought her into your life and you're so yin and yang yeah and i i get that with a lot of people that i'm i'm yeah. with i think that is probably common with a lot of friendships because with so so let's just use Polly's example like she in terms of employment and stuff she'll send her cv out whether she actually thinks she's good for the job or not like and in terms of she'll push herself higher like so you probably don't know about might not know about the industry or whatever basically as a floor runner it's kind of seen that you're meant to spend a few years as floor running or running and then you move up to third ad the assistant director whereas she's done it within six months because she's had the balls to apply for a job and actually taken it she just won't let anyone hold her back and she's literally ruthless whereas there's me like actually shying away from Almost that apologizing for turning up exactly exactly yeah <laughs> and and so from being friends with polly and her having such a ruthless attitude i've just thought she's helped me get my cv looking better which is really really help me feel confident because i feel as if it's worthy to send to people and then with that slight adjustment i've been able to just think why not and then I got this interview which I actually was like oh do I take do I not and then I just thought you know what why not it's experience and now look at me so all I'm trying to say is just have a little bit of self-belief maybe try and take it as um, inspiration from people around you and ask the universe for help so help with meeting people who can bring in, in uh, inspiration to you and look around at what the universe is already giving you because I think we're always, the universe is always having our back really. Although it sounds actually crazy and I, I actually maybe want to do an, um, a podcast about this alone, some people who um, are unsure about the whole like the universe thing, asking for inspiration and asking for signs is actually a very, very good way because so me and my other friend Chloe, we always talk about asking for signs and we always look at, so it's like, to ask for a sign you can basically just go right universe if this is for me show me a blue tiger 
like just funny things like that and if you, you have to be obviously be aware of what's around you but a lot of the time you'll find that the universe actually gives you a really really clear sign and I asked for a penguin once and the next day I got to work and the newspaper the front page of the newspaper was a penguin and that was I sometimes I ask for a yes and a no so it gives me more of a clear understanding of which one I need to go for and so when I saw the penguin I was like okay well that's a no then and it just helped me to make my decision obviously not everyone's going to believe that but if you do I think it's a it's a way of asking what you think you need to go down what and route you need I'll to take for many years I didn't trust my own intuition at all not at all mm-hmm. I would always need to have it checked especially because when I was younger I had psychic readings and stuff so that helped me a lot but it also did make me stop relying on myself as much but then over the years I found that I've started to listen to that a little bit more and there are times where I'm still feeling I need a little bit of help along the way but now I've started to listen to my intuition as well and I find there are times where you just feel it's right and sometimes it still goes wrong later but then you have to say to yourself there's nothing wrong nothing right because although that situation like we've had members of staff over the 30 years working for us and at the time when we employed them I thought yeah it's all right Mm -hmm. everything's brilliant they're amazing yeah and then eventually something happens where it doesn't turn out for either party or whatever and then other people looking at it could say well at the time you thought it was right and at the time it was right and did we learn from that experience yes some things have been absolutely brilliant and the best thing that happened and it's actually raised our knowledge the way we deal with people made you grow as a business yeah and who's to say that's wrong just because it may not have gone on for as long as we'd have liked it to or it ended up not being as good as we thought it would be didn't make the whole experience wrong it just made it another experience in life so why is it we can only we have to think oh no if I choose something it's right it's going to be right forever it's just in the moment if you feel excited about something in the moment then listen to your intuition because that is your guidance yeah um, I think that is a big one because there's been a lots of times when I've actually it's it's even to the points of like going to parties and stuff if I feel like I really don't want to go there's probably a reason why I shouldn't go and my inner knowing my intuition or whatever you believe it is is telling you and it might be because your body needs a rest or because like like really we're all psychic whether we believe it or not and we might mm. we we might not actually be able to have the main fundamental things of being psychic but our intuition is basically being psychic because it knows what's going to happen it's like sometimes you get a feeling that something's going to happen before it happens that is your intuition telling you and I think some people including me ignore that sometimes and then you're like oh why did I not just listen to why did I not just do that and so yeah I think that's another key way of believing in yourself is believing in your intuition yeah it's um it's exciting really isn't it when you know when you realize that really we just let fear hold us hold us back so much when yeah. what are we really that scared of is anyone really going to come and chop our arm off are we going to lose an arm over it no so yeah i think we're all, we're just too fearful yeah but i agree i think i i think a fear is holding me held me back a lot and it's not until I start remembering that fear's holding me back and sometimes when I say fear's holding me back I literally am thinking to myself I genuinely do not know what to do and it takes something or someone to kind of give me a bit of a shove in the right direction or I do know what I'm, I'm holding back from and I just give them a million excuses not to do it. <laughs> I was just about to say as a parent talking to another parent if you have a child that's like live really fearful 
I have found that no matter how much I've because you can see it, it's so frustrating because you can see the potential in you and that you are really, you know, conscientious at work. You work really hard and you want to do a good job and you think you're going to be fine, Liv. They desperately need you. You are what they want. And then Olivia's kicking and screaming and it and she... Not literally. Not, yeah, but emotionally <laughs> and you feel, you get so mad. But it, over the years, this has been going on a long time now since she was little. I remember, you know, shoving her through doorways and things, literally almost trying to cling on to me and then she'd come out all happy and smiling and we've spoke about that before (laughs) but as a parent listening to you now I feel like there's nothing I could have done other than what I've done really is just kept encouraging you it's funny as well because you're saying that you know that I'm capable of doing it and stuff and I see that in my friends the same way like I have my friends being like oh I just don't think I can do that and and I'm like why not like why can't you and I can see this potential of them and think why would they not just absolutely love you type of thing mm. and they're like no I just don't think I'm doing it good enough like Polly right now <laughs> and she's like I just don't think I'm doing a good enough job and I'm just like just shut up you're doing absolutely fine like you're actually probably doing way more than you think and I'm sure they'll love you and she's just like no I'm not doing good enough and it's really frustrating for me to listen to that and it's probably the same as you and I bet you've wanted to kick me sometimes of how annoying I've been but when you're in that state of not feeling good enough you genuinely do feel like you're not able to do what you want and you feel really conscious I know and it was as well you do you remember you went and did the acting in front of those agents that I forced oh, that you to do and that is the one thing as much as I know you forced me to do it that's the one thing I do regret doing yeah she regrets doing it but the annoying thing for me is when I look at the agents comments of her acting <laughs> they are actually really supportive and positive but because Olivia found it just so challenging it really knocked her emotionally for quite mm. a while and even though she knows herself that the comments that have been said were were really good still and I just don't think I was ready for that type of criticism yeah and the criticism was only actually developmental so yeah but I think in the room at the time like if you're an actor you'll probably know how horrible people not horrible they're trying to be they're trying to be constructive but when you're in the room in front of about five people all telling you reasons why you're not good enough for the industry it really really can knock but you but they didn't say that though yeah but you're reading what they said what they're saying is said in like a oh Olivia's lovely I'm reading Olivia's lovely no you <laughs> I'm like reinterpreting it I've, I've heard them say the comments and I was 15 years old and at that time I was not ready to hear the sort of stuff they were saying and that was only because though you were so like wanting to be ready now where they yeah. were saying you need to develop this and you need to develop that and I think you were just so frustrated as well as fearful. I'm not saying I'm not saying it was the wrong thing to do because obviously there was a reason why it was there. But what I'm, I am saying is like I it, I don't even know what I'm trying to say actually. But it, it anyway, that's not the point of the conversation. But from that, from going on from those moments like that, I've had to pick myself up and actually realise that most of the time people don't even care anyway. As long as you're giving them. If, as long as you're making out as if you're doing the right job I'm not saying don't you know don't do the right job but what I'm trying to say is where are you from? I'm smiling because I'm actually just thinking to myself I wonder when a minute when I ask her would you say that you didn't get anything out of it at all I can't remember now it was years ago was it really that damaging well I came out crying so yeah <laughs> I just no. What I don't think that's mother. a very good example. I think times where you've sent me, times when you've you've encouraged me to go to auditions and I've not wanted to go and I've actually really enjoyed the audition or I've learned that 
you know, I can actually do something that I thought I wouldn't. Yes, that's been great. But I think at the, I think what it was, was the thing that I was going for wasn't right for me at that time at 15 years old. They were looking at like 30 year olds and they were, they were looking at people to try and help them develop into the, the thing. And I was actually there with no headshots, nothing to show for my name, not been to drama school or anything like Didn't that. Didn't even have your showreels then either. No, I had nothing. So they're looking at this, like, how can we help you? And I'm just like, um, I don't actually know. And it, that's what I'm talking about. But overall, we're not talking about that time, but overall, times when I've pushed myself to go to scenarios where I actually push myself into scenarios that I've actually, I've, I, I've been a bit too scared to go to, like this job interview, I've really benefited from it more than I thought I would. And I've been more capable m- m- all the time and more capable than I, I actually think I am. You must have had some sleepless nights more than I've realised. What a state, what a state you've been in. No, that was ages ago, though. I'm like. just thinking of all these things that you've gone and pushed yourself to do. Some of them, you must have felt quite sick. Oh, Mum, going into an audition room is actually terrifying. It has been. It's not so much anymore. I feel like the more you get older, the more it's not so scary. I'm talking about when I was younger. Mm. When Think of the difference of when I was 15 and you telling me to go to interviews and auditions. Didn't you have one where you completely forgot your lines? Completely. And you just... <laughs> I do remember something. Really? I remember driving, I think it was at Manchester, and I remember, and I was saying to you, when you get there, you know, don't forget to, like, try and have this emotion or whatever, and I was trying to help you, and then I think when you got there, you just froze <laughs> with fear. Uh, when I was younger, I, I think a lot of my fear when I was younger is a lot different to now because I'm a lot more knowledgeable now. Mm. At that age... Since then, I've had so much more training. I've had so much more that mm. things I've needed. I'm feeling a lot more capable now. I work in the industry, so I understand it more. Like there's all these things now that I didn't have then. So it's kind of pointless going back to that 15 year old. No, but I think it's good for people listening to hear just how scared you've been and how far you've come. Because I remember a time. I think it was the same audition where the other people that were being auditioned were there. They weren't there at first. You were in a room on your own, and then they came in, and I think seeing other people as well really knocked your confidence. Seeing other people when you're in an interview or an audition actually makes it ten times more scary because you're like, oh, my God, they've worn lipstick. I should be wearing lipstick. They've got paper. I should be holding some paper. Like, you feel like everything they've done is right and what you've done is wrong, and it just makes it terrifying. But... Sorry. Let's not let's not talk... digressing. No, but I just thought it was... <laughs> I think people listening to this hearing how you've coped and what's happened for you it's just nice to hear a bit of reality isn't yeah it? and i think i i think one thing is by pushing myself into the thing i've only ever grown even all the scary times i'm talking about they're not actually that scary like going to an audition if you actually think about it realistically you're walking into a room of people trying to find you that because they want you more than you actually know they want you and i see that in you having mm. interviews mum's interviewing people for work at the moment and i see how much she actually really wants someone to work out and they might be terrified thinking oh my god they might think i'm wearing the wrong wrong shirt when actually mum couldn't care if you're wearing your pajamas at this point like <laughs> i think people get so caught up in their own heads that they worry that they're not right for it and actually just have a bit of self-belief and think i'm i'm the whole package even if sometimes you don't feel like the whole package and mm. I'm talking like I'm I'm sounding as if I can do this all the time and I definitely don't and I'm just talking about what I should be doing it's like I'm actually telling myself ready for tomorrow because <laughs> I've got to do it all tomorrow but yeah I just think have some belief in yourself believe that you can do it and belief goes a long way yeah so <laughs> keep believing guys and 
I hope you've got something out of this. I think <laughs> Liv has. Rumbling on. <laughs> I think Liv's got a lot out of this today. <laughs> Ready for tomorrow. But she's gonna go along with you and me, all making amazing chapters of our lives. And we look forward to being with you again next week. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.